the one and only Darren Green Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode of the Darren Green Show. I am your host, Darren Green. Okay, it's just me. I don't know what episode this is. You know, I I, I do so many episodes. Shot. I'll probably find out by the time I'll post this out to all the places and all the areas that need to be posted. Okay, so yeah, this is a new episode, and it's just me. Ama is sick. She is having um, I think she has like a stomach virus or something like that. She told me that in, 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 last night, which I was like, oh my goodness, like you know, you know, things happen and. The show must go on and I, there's still some topics that I, you know, I wanted to talk about. I was I was apprehensive of actually doing a show by myself, but I mean, girl, I could do it. I could do this. OK. And there were some topics that I was going to just put out separately. But I just think that they're so connected this time around, connected to each other and also connected to what I'm going through that it just makes sense to just put it all in an all in an ensemble on a podcast episode. So, and yeah, we need to, we need to put out some more content. Okay. We need, we definitely, the podcast has to continue and I'm going to give you guys a good show and really be vulnerable and talk a lot more about what's been going on. I guess we can just go right into the week report for me, (laughs) which is, you know, it's same old, same old. I work, I go home. I write stuff down for content or I do lives or TikToks and stuff. It's the same old, same old, same old, but I have been just to be very, what's the word? Open and honest and transparent. There we go. I was looking for that word, y'all. I have been a little depressed, right? And it all, it's strange that it starts now, right? I'm a YouTube partner. I'm getting all this, you know, I'm getting starting to get paid from a lot of these apps as far as Instagram. Instagram is going through their whole little thing with their bonuses that they're trying to start off. Yeah. All these little starters that they're doing to help content creators get paid child. And we getting paid dust. We got TikTok. Don't even know if it's going to get banned or not. child. (laughs) TikTok is literally the reason why I have a platform today, a little bit of a platform today. And the Biden administration wants to snap that away. And You know, it's just a lot like me being a YouTube partner was like such an amazing thing. And it was like a it was like a like a I was on cloud nine, but rarely sinks in. okay? and the algorithm is algorithming. okay? and it it really didn't put me in the best light for the past couple weeks. And that's probably why you haven't seen me, because before I was a YouTube partner child, I was doing live three times a week and. I was, you know, pushing out content as fast as I could. I feel like I I didn't notice how much I was like uh, stretching myself thin because I was doing all these topics. I was doing reality TV stuff and it was getting pretty good perception, like reception. And it just kind of went to a halt because I'm over here, I'm posting stuff and I'm not getting. And, and, you know, it's not about the numbers, right? I want to make that very clear. It's not about the numbers. I don't I'm not out here to make thousands of thousands of thousands of views. I'm not expecting to make those views right now. I'm still fairly new. I'm still fairly a smaller creator, but it's just like, you know, I've been doing this for five years. Like I know things weren't going to be simple and easier once I became like this YouTube partner, but you think you've been working on this thing for five years. 
literally building a platform, you would think the same numbers that you were making should be the same. Like, but no, I mean, I'm still experienced. I either experience high highs or low lows. And when it's low, it stay low for a little bit. Like, <laughs> and I think it has all, it has all to do with the algorithm. When I say this, I'm not blaming nobody, nobody that really takes the time to actually watch my content. You get what I'm saying? You know, to the people that really do that, it's not about y'all. Even the people that, you know, come in when they come in, it's not, it's not really about y'all at all because I was on lives and people will come into my live 40 minutes into my life, first of all, saying that they just got notified. And you know me, I don't stay live that long. I'm not, I'm not one of those people that be on lives for two hours, right? After 45 minutes, I done got through most of my topics and I'm ready to see sayonara, see y'all later. Y'all gonna have to watch the replay. Like it's it's just a game. It's it, it really is. I remember somebody said this to me one time too. It's like social media is such a game. Like, you know, you put something out there, hopefully it 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 catches and sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And it's all like somebody behind the scenes picking which stuff to be pushed out. I don't even know if this video will do well, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm doing it because I want to, and I want to reach some people. I'm going to have a conversation. So yeah, that's, that's just what I've been going through. <laughs> and I've, from this, I've learned to pace myself too, because I will spread myself thin. I will do a lot and not really get the perception that I want. And also just feel drained and feel like, well, is this topic even worth talking about? Or is should I be really addressing this? I mean, I don't know. So like I said, I'm going to start pacing myself. The lives are still happening. We are still doing the Let's Chat lives. I love doing that with y'all because <clears throat> it's so interactive and like the like the energy is all in the chat to the people that come on. And thank you to the my regulars, Tracy Hay. Um, if I'm, I think quintessential is also another one that comes on here. If I'm missing your names, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm bad with names, but thank y'all so much for just like coming on to the lives and interacting with me and helping me like garner the views that I've been getting, but it is hard out here. Okay. It is definitely hard. And it's definitely wear and tear on my self-esteem. Like when it comes to, you know, wanting to, and, and look, here's the thing. Like I said before, it's not about the numbers, but you know, you put in work, you expect some type of numbers to come back. You get what I'm saying? And that's anybody that does content creating and, and people that, that are watching this that also are a content creator. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I've had many conversations with creators on YouTube, on TikTok, all of them. Like it is really just a lot, it's a lot. So I'm going to be pacing myself. And you're going to get the content when you're going to get the content. And hopefully things will do well for me. Okay. <laughs> now, anyway, you already know when it's just me, I like to just get into the topic. So I'm not, I'm not sure how this, how long this podcast will actually be, but I do have some topics on the roster that I want to get into. And I'll just list them out before, you know, just so I let y'all know what we're going to be talking about today. So definitely Law Roach further explaining why he quit fashion. Then we'll get into what else we got on here. Black China reducing her cosmetic surgeries that happened throughout the week. And it was a very interesting conversation that I wanted to bring up and how Tokyo Tony is still being Tokyo Tony child. Chloe Bailey and her being in the news child with that Amazon series child. I need to start watching it, first of all. And her uh, giving out this cover art that people are calling lackluster, but we'll get into it. Lil Nas X unreleased. He shares unreleased music with Saucy Santana, which I thought 
I like the song. We'll get into it. And then Florida with a new bill and everyone is now up in arms about. We'll get into all those topics and maybe more if I if I find something on Instagram that I like that I find interesting. So Law Roach. Let's get into him. He is the first person on the docket. Okay. Because he, first of all, earlier this week, I think it was like the day after the Oscars after party. And he did a lot of people. He did a lot of people that night. That, when I tell you, he is a beast when it comes to like this, this fashion. And my first experience with him, not I never met him before. <laughs> Let's be very clear. But I, I seen him on Legendary. And I thought he was like, he was, he, he was a funny host. I thought that he was a little bit hard on some of the contestants, but now I understand where that comes from. And he was only out, he was out there to to protect them. And and he 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 put some respect on law. Like I said on my live, put some respect on law. Okay, he he done found he, I'm I'm a new fan. And I'm here for everything that he had to say with this interview with The Cut. Now, he sat down with The Cut to explain further about him retiring fashion. Well, for starters, he isn't quitting fashion, but he's basically done with style and celebrities. Okay, he said in quotes, I'm retiring. I'm not retiring from fashion because I love it so much. But styling in the way that I've been servicing other people, I'm retiring from that. Okay, and let me just tell you something. These celebrities, these celebrities are entitled. They are entitled. They want it now. They think that because I'm working with you and because we're doing this collaboration, this is going to give you this is going to give you all types of work. So they feel entitled to be like, I want it now. I want the outfits. and I want the stuff now. He's like, look, I'm doing multiple stuff. I'm doing it's like when you look at the because he posts all all of his stuff on Instagram. He did a lot of people's stuff. <laughs> OK. And at the end of the day. You're going to get it when you're going to get it. Now, he talks more in depth about what happened. He talks more in depth about what happened that led up to his quitting. Now, I'm going to read a snippet, not a snippet, but like a portion of the article because I can't just show a picture of it because this is going to be on the podcast, too. So I'm just going to read this excerpt. If you want to if you want to read the full article, I'll link it in the description. Now. He said, you know, last week for us, Oscars week and building up to the Vanity Fair Oscar party is some of the most stressful times in the world. And I've always been a stylist and did multiple clients. So I'm trying to prepare for multiple clients that week. And I had a lot of pressure because Meg Thee Stallion, it was her first time coming back and anybody seeing her since the trial. True story. And so that was a lot of pressure, you know, because I wanted to make her feel secure and comfortable and make her feel and look as perfect as possible so she can have the strength that she needs to do what she needs to do. So that morning, I got a call from one of my clients and it was her, her publicist and somebody from a brand that I was supposed to do a project with. And I found myself on the phone with these three women and I felt like I was defending myself because the one woman from the brand was like, oh, he's not communicating. and You're not going to get you're not going to have a dress and all these things. And it was just a lot of things that were not true. And that's how we lose clients as stylists. Somebody somebody from a brand will say something to a publicist and the publicist will say something to the client and then things go from there. I thought I had a real, a really strong relationship with this client. And I thought that she knew that my goal was always to protect my clients. 
at that moment, I just didn't feel like I was being protected because there's no one who can ever say that they work with me and I didn't pull my whole heart and soul into them or that I left them hanging. It never happened. No one can ever say that about me. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. We'll do whatever. We'll work it out. And then I got off the phone and I was like, I'm literally depleting, depleted from the whole day. I'm an extreme empath and I give everything to the point after that night. And I could barely finish a sentence. I had given so much. The call was very early and to the next day of the Oscars, after the Oscars, client was one of the clients that I addressed that night. It was just like I got off the phone and I felt like I'm fighting. I'm still fighting. I'm still defending myself. And one thing people who work with me also know is that I don't like to be managed or feel like I'm being chastised. That just doesn't work for me or my personality. And especially when I feel like I'm giving so much. OK, so that's what he said. Like I said, the full article will probably be in the description. And I feel him. OK, I feel him to a certain extent of being chastised and being micromanaged. I think a lot of people with any job, okay, has these same situations where they feel like they're being chastised, they feel like they're being micromanaged, and it's kind of affecting the work, whether that be something that you're working on, your passion, or, you know, working a regular nine to five. Because I've, I've definitely, <laughs> when he said that, I definitely was like, mm-hmm, okay, me working a regular ass job that I don't really care about and I'm over here trying to do what I need to do so I can get paid and I'm being chastised and it's affecting my work. It's affecting my whole aura. Okay, I'm an empath as well. I'm not sure what sign he is, but it, it, he gives very much Libra energy. Somebody tell me in the comments if you're on YouTube, like what sign is he? Now, he briefly talked about the incident that happened with the seat arrangement at the Paris Fashion Week with Louis Vuitton or whatever. And he basically said that it was a misunderstanding and he thought that he his seat was like he thought that his seat was where it was supposed to be next to Zendaya. And Zendaya turning around and and pointing to a chair, she was pointing to somebody else's seat. Like she was saying, oh, that's so-and-so seat. It wasn't a big deal. A lot of people thought that it had something to do with that, which from, and if you've seen my TikToks, okay, from the very beginning, I said, y'all want to point it to that situation? No, I think that there's something else going on. I think there's something underlined. It's, it's powers that be or whatever the case is that is compelling him to quit or retire like that's what i said and that's exactly what had happened okay it has all to do with him being chastised it has all to do with shady politics he goes in like i said the whole article goes in on the whole shady politics deal they get to talk about louis Vuitton and all that and all the politics with that i, I really don't want to talk about that right you know i don't want, i don't want to talk about like who exactly is the culprit and, and a lot of people are having the conversation like well who was which client was he talking about like with the whole situation I think to me, it doesn't matter who he was talking about. I know like there were some people that were saying, oh, he's talking about Meg or he's talking about, you know, pointing out because good luck doing that because he he worked on a lot of people that night. <laughs> so everybody pointing fingers. I'm like, good luck. You, we will we'll probably never find out. I don't really care about that topic. What I care about is people saying that he was doing he, he was going through, he was doing a tantrum. Right. And. It's coming from people with regular jobs. And I don't mean to say that in a in a condescending way, right? Because I have a regular job. Let's be very clear. This does not pay the bills. <laughs> and 
I understand where they're coming from in that point saying that, oh, he's just throwing a tantrum. You need to do what you need to do. This is a job because that's what we do. Right. That's what that's what people that got the regular nine to fives that clock in and all that. That's what we do. Like we literally give our all to these people that we really don't care about. But we do it so that we can keep our jobs, so that we can pay our bills and this, that, and the third. And it's definitely understandable in certain circumstances. Like when you need this job to survive, got you. But at some point, we all should put our foot down at this point. And I'm not saying quit or retire or do it because some people can't do that. Right. A lot of us can't do that. But putting your foot down and saying, this is what I'm not going to do. You know, I started practicing that with my jobs. I'm like, let me tell you something. I'm giving your asses 40 hours a week. You best to believe I'm going to get the weekends off. You best to believe I'm not going to come in and I'm not going to stay from nine to freaking nine p.m. No, that's not. And I think that's what he was doing. He was putting his foot down. And I think because we're so conditioned to, you know, stay at this job and do everything that they say, no matter what, if it, if it affects our mental health, or our, our freaking physical health. It was for some cases, some people that have those jobs, it's like, you know, you got to get up and move, like especially like Amazon. Like, no, you put your foot down and you say, you know, you you are not going to do this. And if they want to get rid of you and if they want if they give you pushback for this, then so be it. There's millions of jobs. I wouldn't say millions of jobs, but there's a lot of jobs out here that's going to hire you. Because let me tell you something. If it's a job that you don't really care about, if it's not your career path type job, even if it is, though, you can find something else. You can find something that that fits your needs. Okay, let me just not stare you in the wrong directions. These jobs do not care about us. But you'll find other jobs that are that will appease to your needs. That's just what I'm saying. So I think he wasn't throwing a tantrum. I just think that he just was not going to be worked like a damn mule. You know, he worked his way to get into this fashion industry. He really just doesn't seem like he never. I mean, he that could have been his goal and dream to like style celebrities or whatever. Right. But I don't know. He just seems to type to be be a designer or something like that. You know, I think that. He, he can he can start like making clothes or, and start being like like a Louis Vuitton. You hear what I'm saying? So stuff like that. I think him doing celebrity clients was just like, you know, something that was on the side. I was like, you know, I'm getting a little check from this. And, you know, this is kind of looking good on the resume. So let me just keep on doing it. But I think him venturing out into other aspects of fashion is also a good thing, too. Like, you know, just because this may not work out for him, but he, he's going to always find a way to make money. Like he's like he said before. I feel. I kind of like I definitely understand his plight. Right. And chasing your passion and getting to the goal. I haven't got to the goal. Right. Like I'm at the point. I guess I'm at the part where before he got to where he is. Right. You know, but getting to that first, you know, OK, I'm here. I, I, I'm getting noticed and I'm getting the the perception that I want. But then you getting obstacles like when you get to that level and then you start facing obstacles and shady politics it just deters you from what you were what you were fighting for like i think that's what happened i think that's what we're seeing and i feel the same way i mean when you look at my journey into youtube and being a content creator like i've gotten like a lot of like i've made the numbers i've done the work I'm qualified for uh, being a YouTube part, just like I was talking earlier with the with the weekly notes. But then once you get there. Your face, I'm faced with the algorithm, you get what I'm saying? And it kind of and there's times where I do resent being a content creator because it's like, oh, my goodness, like I done did all this shit. I done did this shit for this for this many years and I'm and I'm still getting 
these numbers? <laughs> so I feel the same way. I definitely feel the same way. And like I said, this is more, just more over on him with the shady po- politics and being micromanaged by celebrities. You know, that can take a toll. And, I, and celebrities, the thing about, like he said in that article, like when a celebrity or their publisher or, or publicist say that you are difficult or you're not giving us the product that we need at a timely fashion, they'll go to other brands. They'll go to other celebrities and say, you know, that this is the reputation is everything in this country. And when you have bad reputation, it will follow you and, and it can hinder you. It can stop your bag. It, it can do a lot of things. So that's why I'm saying, you know, I don't, I think that he doesn't ever want to be in a place where it's like, okay, you ain't going to sit there and affect what I got going on. Okay. Cause I always deliver. And he does. And he does. <laughs> okay. So no. And, and, and to the part where I think people are starting to resent what they once love. It's sad when that happens. Right. Because you're doing something that you love and it's starting to really benefit you. You're starting to really make a profit off it. It's, this is also like almost scary to me because I'm not at the point where he is, but I'm like climbing the ladder slowly. But like what will happen when I get to that point? And I'm saying when because we are manifesting everything right when I get to that point. Like I just know I will face obstacles. I don't think that I will quit. Because because I'm the type of person and this is where me and law differs, right? I'm the type of person like even though the shit is getting hard, you, you look how far you came. That's how I was with college. Like I literally I definitely contemplated dropping out plenty of times, but I was in like I was junior year. Girl, no, I was I say junior like I'm in high school, but I was like what the, the third year. No, mm-mm, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> We done spent all this damn money, child. We, I'm going to see it through. So I think that's where we differ. I think I would see it through. I wouldn't. I just can't. I can't see myself actually doing that. But I can understand if somebody wants to, you know, change trajectory. I think that, like he said, he's not done with fashion. He is just going to do something else. I think he should be a designer. I think he should make his own damn clothes. Okay. And, and do other things. There's so many things that he can do. But the thing is, when you feed the demands of the machine, you kind of lose sight to what you're doing. And that's probably what happened with Law. Like he lost sight in what he came here to do. And that was be a curator for fashion. Okay. And I think that's what I'm here to do. Like I'm not here to just make numbers and push out content constantly just to feed the machine, right? I'm here to serve you guys, I'm here to entertain y'all. And yeah, that's why I felt like this topic was so like that. I like picking topics that I feel like, even though they're not like the popular topics, not what everyone is talking about, but it's something that I feel like in connection with. And yeah. So yeah, we, I'm here with law. I'm a fan. We, we, we gonna look, I'm definitely going to be following this person's career. Um, indefinitely. And if there's anything new that come out, if they, I guess if the celebrity wants to sit there and out themselves and be like, well, I just feel like then I guess I'll come back on here and we will, I'll say something about it or, or whatever. But yeah. Shout out to law for his transparent. Like he was being, he was very transparent because he didn't have to tell us nothing. Let's be clear. He ain't had to tell us a goddamn thing. Okay. All right. Now, black China, black China, Lord, 
Well, we got to get into her, right? So earlier this week, Black China told her fans that she had recently gone about reversing her cosmetic procedures, removing her face fillers and her breasts and, and gave herself a breast and butt reduction. For what reason? I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it. Because let's be, let's be clear, Black China, she was, whew, when I tell y'all, child, it, 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 the, thing with, the thing with the surgery, right? And I don't want a surgery shame nobody. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. I have nothing. I used to want to have surgery, child. Back when, I remember back when I was a little, I wanted to get my nose done. Like, I felt like my nose was too big or whatever. Like, I wanted to get, like, a nose job. But not like Michael Jackson, like, or any of the other celebrities that be doing, like, two, five, like, several different nose jobs. No, I don't want to do that. But I thought I can do like a little nose reduction or whatever. And then also like definitely like a tummy tuck and all that. But I don't like surgery. Like I I don't I don't like the idea of like going under and, and, and being put to sleep and stuff. And I don't know. I just didn't like that. So I just wanted to lose weight gradually. But I don't really I don't really have any negative quarrels or anyone that wants to get work done, obviously. But it's when you do it excessively and then you start looking weird. Like you start looking like, like it's just, that's when it's like, all right, you're doing a little bit too much. Right. And I think that was the case for black China for like a long time. And I think that she realized that, you know, Hey, this ain't, this ain't looking good. And, I don't want to wait to get older to see how worse it's going to look. So let me just get this out now before it's too late. So I'm definitely for her. This is actually after the picture I'm showing y'all now. This is after the surgery. Now I have a comparison. So just, just look at that. And then right here, her with Tokyo Tony. We got to get into Tokyo. You notice that you see the difference. Y'all see it. It's a big difference, you know? She looks more herself. She looks, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. She was always cute. Like she was not an ugly child. I think that personality was a little, I think we, we, we working on this, the plastic surgery, but, but next has got to be the personality. We got to get that in order. And I think she's doing great. And I think that this is good for just like the younger generation. That's very impressionable and thinking about getting this work done. And Yes, yeah, celebrities can get work done and they have the resources to go to certain places where they're not going to get botched. But that's not the reality for somebody just saving up their McDonald's checks and just going to so-and-so down in their basement and getting some fillers in, getting some damn window putty up their damn cheeks. OK, so I think that her doing this reversal surgery is really going to tell these girls like, you know, girls, boys, whatever, because everyone is impressionable. Everybody's getting work done. Let's be very clear. OK, like that doesn't have to be the way. And, and if it is the way, make sure you get it done in moderation. OK, don't do too much. Now, my whole thing is with the fillers. I don't know why people want fillers, child. Any, if anything, I don't want thing. I don't want more things inside my face. You want your face to be like more slender and skinny. Like that's just what I feel. But I mean, the fillers, I just don't get the cheeks, honey. But like I said, she looks great. You know, this is, this is definitely working for her. She looking real good. Okay. Body still together without the butt shots and without the breast implants. You know, you know, I have friends that, that want to get work done. And I think that 
it's definitely normal to it's it's something I don't think it should be like people should not be what's the word clown for right and the whole thing oh no be yourself be yourself you know oh God made you this way and this and anything child now look is nothing wrong with wanting to edit your body okay people do that when. They want to lose. What's the difference between someone that works out and chooses to have like a like a more healthier diet so they can lose weight? I mean, there's no different. I mean, it's the more natural way of like looking more appealing or lean. But like some people just want to do they they work their money. They I mean, they work their jobs and they saved up. And they want to get surgery. What's the difference? Do it in moderation, though. I will always say do it in moderation. Don't do it too much and get the right doctor. Child, don't be doing that shit down in somebody's basement. Don't be doing that shit. Mm mm. We ain't doing that. <laughs> that is over. She had actually, she, the girl, she had ass shots. Like, that is not okay. And I'm, I'm seeing people to say, oh my God, I want those too. Like, girl, no, you don't. And if you must get something done, get the implants. Okay. That's, 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 that's more healthier. But no, this, this stuff is, you know, listen, a lot of it is not healthy. But anyway, that's Black China. I, I did want to talk more like her mom, that damn Tokyo, that damn Tokyo. She got on her damn social. Where's where this damn video at? And let me turn it up so y'all can hear it, child. Because I don't even remember. This is what she said. Black China, this is so sweet. You're taking your butt shots out your face. Bitch. What? Who you? Oh, really? Oh, we so proud of her to do that. Y'all some clowns. Girl, it be your mom. It really be your family. It, it like that be your first bullies. It don't make any sense. And and I think that's why Black China is the type of person that she is. Like you know, because she has she has our sides too. And I think it comes right from her mother. And it's so unfortunate now that they have this tumultuous relationship. But it's all because of Tokyo. Tokyo is just really the problem. She is probably the reason why black china got all this surgery because her mom was probably bringing her down i think parents need to really monitor themselves when they're talking to their kids because stuff like this this is not cute this is not cute it's given very much jealousy it's given very much you know you know I, i'm it, it's it's definitely crying out for help because obviously black china in Tokyo are not in good spaces. They're not talking. So if they're not talking, that means money ain't coming to her accounts. <laughs> and I think that's what the problem is. I think that is definitely she is she has cut her mother off. Okay. You know, relationship-wise and monetary. Okay. And I think that's why she's acting out and she's doing all this stuff, talking about some, oh, you're a little minority, you're you're with this, or you're the devil. Girl, Tokyo, you with the devil. Okay, what is this? And what is this obsession with her with that? Like, oh, do y'all drink blood like the vampire girl? Looking how she looking, she look a goddamn mess. I can't, I can't stand Tokyo. Every time I see this girl, and they post her on all these damn sites all the time. At some point, it's just like her, like she's not mentally here. Like y'all, at this point, y'all using her. Her mental status, like her mental uh, state is just not there. But I'm here for Black China. I don't normally like Black China, but I think what she's doing is real positive. Even if it is for publicity or in, it, it is, she's trying to 
trying to find a new way to reinvent herself. This is like, this kind of serves a lot of things. And yeah, even if it is, don't really care, but glad that she's doing it. And she looks great. Let's look at the, let's look at the picture one more time. Okay. Look, she looks phenomenal. Okay. Anyway. What else is going on, child? What else is going on? So Chloe Bailey. Yeah, we got to talk about her because girl, girl. Now, I didn't watch the show, so I'm not I don't have too much to say about the swarm. The Amazon Prime's swarm. I'm not sure what it's about. Let me share the screen, child. I'm not sure what it's about. Right. Like, cause I, cause like, is it about like a singer and, and like a fan that's like obsessed with her? And it's like about this, like, cause it's the beehive. And I'm just like, is this like based off Beyonce or something? I don't know, but I'm definitely going to watch it over the weekend. You know, probably after I get done with this podcast, but there is this scene and I, I can't say it because it's, you know, I can't say the words, but there's a scene between Chloe and Damson Idris. Girl, <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of people said, like my best friend, she was like, uh, it's not even all that. Like, it's not like, girl, yes, it is. Cause that, that moment I was like, Ooh, Chloe, Chloe, uh, what's, what's going on? What girl? Yes, she is. They had like a little scene and it was everything, but it was kind of weird too. Cause like that girl, the girl that's in the middle of this picture right here. She was like, oh, like she was like looking at them as they was having so I'm like, what type of menage situation is going on here? Like, I got to watch the show. My, my mom started watching it, child. I'm not going to watch it with her because then because see, I'm the type of person I'm the type to watch it. Right. Like, I like to watch my stuff like one at a time. Like I watched two episodes in one day. OK, I'm going to go back and watch it like the next day. She want to watch the whole series in a day. I can't do that. So I'm going to watch it on my own accords. And I'm going to definitely tell y'all what he gives. Okay, we'll probably... Because I want to do like a segment with uh, Ama where we talk about like shows and films and stuff like that. Like a little segment on the podcast. I'm trying to figure out how to piece that together. But I'll definitely tell y'all what I think about it next episode. But yeah, Chloe. Chloe's in it. She, I think she really should like... And I'm not saying she shouldn't do music, right? Because you know they was coming for her ass. Because they said to her, her, her album cover look a little lackluster, child. Let's take a look at this, chair. Hold on. This her album cover, child. And she she made like this little statement. I don't know. I mean, I think people should hold their reactions to in pieces until the damn album drops. I can't stand people that all they got these preconceived notions of, oh girl, the album cover gonna be lackluster. The music probably not gonna be good. Like, girl, shut up. I'm so sick. This is nice. I mean, this is this is. It's giving in pieces. Okay. She got her heart out. Okay. The boob is red. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it doesn't look like an album cover, but I mean, look, Hey, things will be different once the music come out. I'm very, Oh, look at damn sin. He's going to sit there and comment on there. I just noticed that too. Yes. Your fine ass. Anyway. Um, but I don't know. I think I think that this is this is going to be a good album. I think that people need to just let the music speak for itself. And she's going to be OK. But if the music doesn't work out, Chloe, I really think you should do acting 
because honey, girl, that was a, that that's that scene on there, child. And I've seen her in other stuff as well. Like I've seen her in other clips from this show. You know, Chloe really could could dominate in acting, you know. Just saying if it's if you know, just if things don't work out with music, just saying. Just throwing it out there, okay? Not saying that you should do anything. Yeah. But that's Chloe Child. Now, my other topic, I want to talk about Lil Nas X. This was definitely like a rushed topic, and I don't have much to say, right? So he re- he unveils an unreleased song that him and Saucy Santana did at the Lollapalooza concert or whatever. I think that this was like recent. I'm not going to play any of the music because I don't know how YouTube is going to be after that, right? I don't know. But it sounds good. I love the song. I love this little dance number that he's doing here that you guys are watching. And his background dances are so fine. But we're starting to have the he's not being himself conversation. And I thought I told y'all this episode to go, child. I need y'all to let this man evolve. And this almost goes into the Chloe conversation as well. I need y'all to let these artists evolve. Now, for Lil Nas X in particular, Yes, because I seen something on Twitter where he was like, well, you know, I feel like he's either not gay or he's not or he's playing up to his femininity a little bit too much. And it's not looking natural. Not looking natural. Oh, my goodness. If I had a damn dollar for every time y'all sit there and say this crap and y'all don't have no nuance when y'all say y'all have no explanations or no examples, nothing, no three tier pieces on why you think that he's not being himself. If anything, I think he's finding himself. He's clearly a butch queen. Okay, and a, and a butch queen knows the process of figuring out that you were a butch queen. Okay, because I, when I came out, it was very much I thought that you know I was very feminine. I was very like more flamboyant than what you're seeing here, right? Until I found out that there's a happy medium. Like I, I have a little bit of a masculine side and maybe a little bit more of a feminine side, and it's and it's kind of balanced. Okay. Before I was just completely feminine. I'm talking like rolling necks and popping my gums and all this other stuff, right? I think he's really finding himself. He's he came out to the world. He didn't come out like he came out to his family like before coming out to the world. So I think that he's still trying to find himself as an artist and also as a person in the queer community. So we go through these phases. Okay, and I think that he'll probably find the way. And I also think that it could be part of it is his team and his his people saying, "Okay, you're a gay artist. You need you need to look the part. Which if that's the case, then that's a problem, because, you know, we need to let these artists be who they are and, 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 you know, branch out into their own personality and whatever the case is. I think he's having fun. He looks he looks like he's having fun. He's doing music that he wants to do. He's I mean, the song is good. I can't wait for it to release. I'm going to be putting it on my damn phone, okay? And I don't really get into the twerk music, but this is this is giving, okay? I wish I could play it, but I can't. <laughs> and he's just having fun. I think we just need to just, like, let this shit go. Like, and I see people in the comments like, oh, my goodness, this is weird. Kids, bringing up the kids and all this other stuff. You know where I'm under. I'm under the shade room, child. They always want to sit there and talk about that. I'm like, girl... If y'all haven't barred him from barred your kids from listening to Lil Nas X at this point, girl, I'm going to start looking at y'all like y'all funny. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Leave Lil Nas Nas X alone and we're going to move on from that. One last topic that I wanted to get to. 
you know, it, it's got to be the last topic, you know, when we start to talk about these politics. But at some point, we got to just start. I got to start calling out hypocrisies. But case in point, we'll just we'll, we'll get into it. So Florida's a Florida bill seeks to prohibit discussion of periods by young girls in schools. Florida. Florida is the same state that's trying to get a lot of these anti-transgender laws, anti-gay laws, anti-black laws as well, because they they're starting to they're literally trying to get rid of like HBCU, not HBCU, but like black programs like the Divine Nine and and other like race and gender study classes like they're taking the funding from them. They're getting rid of them. Right. So now Florida Republicans are pushing a series of bills for gender and diversity that are set to become law, including the sexual health bill uh, proposed by the GOP lawmaker DeSantis or whoever the hell that is. Um, The the bill will prohibit girls from discussing their menstrual cycles in, in school, prompting criticism from feminist advocates during a hearing. A state rep, Ashley Garnett, um, questioned McLean on whether the proposed legislation will prohibit young girls from discussing their periods in school, to which he responded that later clarified that this, his bill would not intend to punish girls who approach teachers with questions about their cycle despite blowback. So, I mean, they're, they're backtracking. They're trying to sit there. But basically, they're saying that the girls can't talk about their periods in school. For what reason? I don't know. I think that this is erasure. I think that this is like a way for people, you know, the, the, this is, this is, this is conservative at its finest. This, this is how the conservatives are, right? They want to erase any type of otherism, right? Any type of thing that's like not natural in their eyes or things that shouldn't be talked about in schools because they think that it's grooming and they think that all these other crazy things. Now, my point is when they was doing all this shit to the tra- the drags and trans people in Florida, ain't nobody said nothing. But now this done happened. And this is exactly what I said. Y'all going to sit there and not fight for something because it doesn't have nothing to do with what you got going on. But when it does, it's all probably because I'm looking at these comments right now and, and people are wild and people are saying, oh, my goodness, like this is crazy. Like y- y'all need to stop this. Yeah, bro. We've been needed to stop this. OK, we. <laughs> Y'all let them sit there and run amok over there at Florida. I'm not I'm not setting foot in that damn state. Too red. It's too red. I can't. I don't know. I think I might lose my rights instantly if I walk on the damn grounds of Florida. It's crazy out here. And it's just it's it's bad. I, I hate it. I hate that this is happening. I hate that there's any like I really feel bad for the kids that has to live in a state like that. Mm, Like, and it's just, it's, what what can you do? The only, and the part that kind of worries me, because, okay, this this is happening in Florida. I'm in Jersey. And Jersey's a green, or it's a blue state, right? But they will try to find ways that the Satan, like, like, what's her name? Amanda Seals said, DeSantis, the Satan. You know, he is trying to get these laws across the country. And we have to continue to fight the good fight to evade that. I'm telling you now, now it didn't happen to people in the LGBT community. They're they're starting to target them. Well, now they're starting to target women. And now they're starting to target black people. 
So what is, what's the game plan? I don't know. Tell me what y'all think about it in the comments. And that's it for this show. You know, I'm I'm gonna get out here. We hit, we we had a good run, 46 minutes. I'm I'm happy with those numbers. <laughs> Wanted to give you a good long show. And I will be back next week to talk about some more topics. You already know what it is, okay? And you have a good one. And I'll be I'll be out of here. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Give me all the peace on. All right, y'all. Talk to y'all later.